0: Welcome to the Mill Housing Nation podcast, where we bring you stories from real military spouses who've been in your shoes. From new spouses to veteran spouses, you'll get tips, tricks, and actionable steps to help you along your military life journey. Here's your host, Lindsay Lynn. This episode is brought to you by Armed Forces Insurance. Armed Forces Insurance offers personal insurance options specifically designed for military families. To learn more, visit them online at afi.org or give them a call at 1-800-313-1936. All right. Well, I'm super excited to have a personal friend and amazing military spouse that's doing some awesome things in the military community. My friend, AJ. AJ, welcome to the show. Thank you, Lindsay. I'm pretty stoked. I'm so excited. So if you don't know AJ, she has ha- she is like the most spunkiest, brightest, joy-spreading person that you will ever meet. Um, and I had the honor of really deep diving and understanding more of who she was at a conference that we went to this this summer. And mm-hmm. I'm honored that she's going to be sharing some of her insights with us today. So AJ, let's jump right into it. How long military spouse and how many PCSs? I've been a military
1: spouse for seven and a half years now, and we've done four PCSs. It's like our sixth move together as a couple.
0: So like almost every single year you guys have been married?
1: Oh, yeah. I guess if you break it down that way, yeah. That's wild. (laughs)
0: That is wild. It adds up. It adds up. Okay. So you guys are currently in San Antonio. Yes. Where did Mm -hmm. you guys come from before then?
1: Yeah. Uh, Right before this, we were stationed at Biloxi, Mississippi. For 11 months, because Jer was in training, he was enlisted, and then he switched over to officer. And then before that, we were in Germany. So Mississippi kind of feels like a pit stop and not like a base base, but it was kind of a base. It's
0: a lot of moves. It's a lot yeah. of moves. So um, one of the, the things that we really talk about and explore on this podcast is a number one issue that you believe that is impacting our military families and military spouses. Um, and so I ask all of my guests this question, and um, I'm actually really excited to jump into your answer because um, it is a really good topic for us to really explore and dump into, so a j from your perspective, what do you think is impacting military families and spouses right now? Yeah, I think
1: a lot of people feel isolated and lonely when they move to a new place and they don't know how to make friends or how to get connected and a lot of times if you're going to like fRG meetings or different things, you kind of feel out of place and you're like okay, what do I do? what do I wear? you know like how do I hold myself like do I say it? where do I put my hands um and so my, what I do when I go to a base the first time is I put out a friend ad on like the Facebook groups, any base you go to, there's like a, you know, Lachlan spouse's page or Spang Delum spouse's page. And I put together a couple of Facebook photos of like me and the my dogs, my spouse. And I basically say, Hey, I'm AJ. I love Jesus. Uh, margaritas, Harry Potter and mermaids. I like blind dancing. Let me bribe my way into your friend group with like fudge or brownies. You know, if you like playing board games. Let me know. And then usually people pick a couple of things and they're like, oh, I like Harry Potter. Or I like board games. And we start conversations and then I just go on a massive amount of friend dates. So I think when we go to a new place, it's really hard to be vulnerable. And it's really awkward sometimes going on friend dates and meeting people. So that's what I think is the struggle is getting out there and doing Keep going.
0: The okay, what does a friend yeah. date look like? Like walk us through that. Yeah,
1: um, a lot of people think friend dates are just coffee dates. I personally don't like coffee. I know I'm going to get like, Shun for that. I'm sorry. Um, but give me hot chocolate any day and I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Um, so I like doing things with friends because then you kind of know you're talking and learning together. So going to like an art gallery exhibit or a concert, or there's so many festivals at different places or fairs, a craft market, um, someplace where you're walking and talking and doing So like movies and dinners are great, but then you're not always bonding. Or if you are, you're sitting there eating pizza. And you're like, I don't think she likes me. This is, you know, so get yourself somewhere where you're taking something in together so you can do different things. And it gives you a way to get to know your city in new ways. Like, hey, there's this hike. Let's go there. Or, hey, there's this sunflower market. Let's go and take pictures and go have fun. And why not?
0: Yeah. Well, and I like that you, that you go out and want to do things. And I was re- actually just reading this article. I think it was yesterday. And it was saying that most moms know if they want to be friends with someone or go deeper into the relationship with after like 60 seconds of meeting someone. I mean, do you think that's true when you go on these friend dates or, and is there any friend dates where you, that you go on and then you're like, "Mm, I'm just not going to call you back. (laughs) (laughs) I always
1: feel bad for that. But like, I think about it as you're casting a wide net Mm -hmm. and then whatever sticks, uh, sticks back for me, if it's not on my schedule, it doesn't exist. Um, so follow-up sometimes falls to the wayside. But yeah, I think you kind of know whether you vibe with somebody, but also both of you are trying something new. So I always say like, give people like two shots, you know, to figure out if you vibe or if you're good. Cause sometimes you're just like, okay, don't, don't say the weird thing. Okay. What questions did I bring? You know, you're rehearsing things in your head. And then they say something you're like, Oh, you like that thing too. Okay. Okay, cool. And then your whole body relaxes and you get off. So I'd say extend as much grace as you want in your friendship to learn and grow because you don't know how you guys are going to merge and grow together. And sometimes you need a little bit of balance too.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, no. And I think that's great advice. Um, I know there's a couple moms that I'll meet like on the playground or something. And I'm like, "Uh, you know, I don't necessarily think we would be super good friends, but I like your tactic, um, of giving it an opportunity. And usually I do. And what's funny is I'll be pleasantly surprised sometimes where I'm like, man, somebody that I didn't think I would vibe with, like I actually really get along with and I respect them once I dive deeper into the relationship.
1: Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. And I like, um, cooking with people or having people over to like, let's make some banana bread together. Let's do this. And sometimes you need quiet time too. Like not everybody is willing to share, you know, their whole life story right from the get-go. So I'm with you. But it's also okay to not be best friends with everyone. I think we have this idea of like, everybody has to be our best friends or really good friends. Like it's rude to call somebody an acquaintance now. it's, it's, It's okay. It's really okay to not be best friends with everyone. You don't have to hit it off. And if you don't, that's okay too. Like move on. Yeah. Everybody's for everybody.
0: So, okay. I want to jump a little bit more into like you personally, and then we're going to jump back to some of the PCS questions, Um, but tell us more about you and like, what makes you tick? Because, um, I love telling the story that I'm friends with the mermaid. So tell me more about AJ.
1: Yeah. Um, so I run enjoy productions, uh, which is my company and I perform as a mermaid fairy princess and I do henna and I also run red tents. So it's a lot of things. Basically I'm bringing joy and sparking imagination in the world. Um, but as a mermaid, I perform, um, kind of like you could hire a clown, but better makeup, less terrifying. And I won't scare children for life. So that's always nice. <laughs> and, um, and I just help people give them access points to possibilities. You know, when you were a kid and you're like, Oh, I want to be an astronaut. I want to be a mermaid. You didn't think it's possible. And you then you become an adult, you know, And I walk in and I've got a full fluke, you know, transformed. And it gives this idea of if that's possible, what else is possible? And as a military spouse, sometimes we get so what's right in front of us and we forget to dream the big dreams to be like, what could be possible? And maybe not at this base, but the next one. And red tents are places where women gather once a month on our the moon to talk about their cycles and womanhood and moving embodied through the world. And we're doing some really cool stuff and we have retreats and workshops and it makes my heart happy because we forget, you know, and especially as military spouses, we're serving and doing and helping and fitting our schedules to our spouses that spending time learning and growing intentionally, we forget about it. So Red tents are a nice way to focus in and grow together.
0: Well, I know you tried to do a mini red tent on us when we were at a conference this last year. And so yeah. uh, talk to us more about what is a red tent just for our listeners to kind of hear and if it's something they're interested in, you know, how they can get connected in their local communities. Um, because yeah. I do think it's really interesting. Um, AJ totally posed some some questions and I tend to be very conservative on these questions that, and I think it made the room uncomfortable, but it, it sparked some really interesting answers and explore in terms of women and our bodies and how we function mm-hmm. and how we talk about that to our daughters um, yeah. and, and leading this whole female empowerment of really understanding our bodies and, and listening to maybe some of the things that um, we as females would dismiss normally. So give us, give us some insights there.
1: Yeah. Um, so one of the things we talk about in Red tents are cycles. If you've ever read the book by Anita Diamant called Red Tent, there was also a Lifetime movie series about it. And it's a place where women went on their cycles when they were bleeding to come together, you know, they were unclean. And so they came together to share their stories and encourage one another and pass down traditions. And women around the globe read this book and they're like, where are Red Tents? And um, I thought the same thing when I read it. And the closest one to me was two and a half hours away. And in German, It's like I can speak enough German to like to go grocery shopping, but not the innermost cycles. To my soul. And so we learn about our cycles, and you have your four stages of your cycle, and your hormones are doing different things. And we don't always know this. And so, as women, we can get whiplashed. And we think if you're on birth control, you have the same cycle, but it's not. It's a medical release date. But we don't know this. You know, we get taught when we're in fourth grade, and then the whole conversation shuts down. Um, and then we're not talking about sexual assault, and menstruation, and bleeding. and. Orgasms—all the things that we need to be having conversations about—because it's creating shame and trauma, and we're just storing it in our womb, and we're like holding on to it like it's chocolate. It's like, no, babe, you gotta let it go. Um, but having these conversations and opening them up in red tents has been a game changer for so many women. And there's thousands of red tents all around the world. Um, I run one in San Antonio. There's one in Spangdalem. There's some on a couple different uh, military bases. But if you are looking for a red tent or you need help starting one, feel free to reach out. Um, it's just a place, a sacred evening. It's open faith. It's a sober evening, ages 12 and up, and all women are welcome. And we dive in and learn together. So a different theme each month, maybe it's cycles or embodiment or listening or taking up space where you learn how to do the things, like how to say no without explaining or um, you know, why it's important to use lube during sex, like all of these things that we're not having conversations about. and like, what is your relationship with the word vagina? Sorry for those who have children listening, Um, but these are the conversations we're not having and it's halting the conversation. And so if we change the game, like, it's magical. I love it. I could talk about it all day. So yeah, if you're interested in knowing more, I have a Facebook group, Laced with Grace Womanhood, spelt with a B because womanhood.
0: It's love it, ones. love yeah. it, and we'll have links to it in the show Yes, yeah. so we'll make sure that we we link to that. So, talk to me about how like your relationship with Red Tent and your business have have helped you PCS because I know oh, we yeah. talked about how you believe um, military spouses um, and families are faced with issues and PCS. It, you brought your business up in that answer. Yeah, yeah. talk to us about that.
1: Mm -hmm. I we were stationed hawaii was our first station germany was our second and then mississippi and then here i didn't know about red tents till germany but i created my mermaid harmony business in hawaii and so moving it i mean anybody who's a business owner and a military spouse y'all you know the feeling of all the new paperwork and getting re-registered and laws are different and it's so difficult but having a village of women can be a game changer in that and red Tents allows you to have that um, and create it. And so for me, because there was none, I had to create one. Um, but it's just getting women together to say, "Hey, like, let's be vulnerable and let's encourage each other. We're not going to do the manipulation game. We're not selling anything. We're not drinking. Like, what happens when we come together in like vulnerable, brave spaces to share our stories? And as military spouses, like, you're stripping away the titles. You're stripping away. I'm not a mom. I'm not a wife. I'm just me." how often do we do that? And so as a military spouse, that's been really great for helping people get grounded quickly. Because if you're only someplace for three years, you only have three years to grow friendships. So you got to dive down and you got to dive down deep and it's hard and it's frustrating sometimes and it's easy to get hurt, but then you learn tools to move through the world better.
0: Yeah. Well, especially for somebody that's had, what, six houses in the last seven years. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I I think, you know, a thing or two about that topic. Um, So if you could give our listeners like the top three tips, um, you know, right you know, from the get go. Um, Mm. what do you think your top three tips are, um, for implementing some of the challenges of getting connected to a local community? Because I feel like this is like a huge issue that comes up. I mean, I see it across Facebook groups everywhere. Everyone's like, and I think people are getting more bold. I love what you do, like asking for, for dates. I, even though I'm very, um, extrovert, I tend to be much more organic. Like I'll just kind of chit chat and I'll have some conversations with some other moms And then I'll slowly open up. I'm on year three here in Colorado and I still feel like I'm, I'm building out my friend group. Um, so talk to us about your three, um, ways that you can overcome like the loneliness. Mm. Mm. Yeah.
1: Number one is the friend ad that I talked about. That's been a game changer for me. And the key to that is follow up. Like the key to friendships period is following up. And when you're far away from people, it's really easy to be like, well, they're not calling me. Well, they're not messaging me or they didn't ask me. And Girl, yes, we know. We know. But are you either? You know, like that's what I have to ask myself is like, hey, I really want this friend and they haven't met her. When was the last time you messaged them? So friend dates, huge. Put out that friend ad. Go for it, babe. Um, Second is be brave and like be yourself, which I know. Oh my gosh, people say that all the time. You're like, what does that actually mean? Um, but for me, that means wearing clothes that bring me joy when I'm going to squadron functions or to those meetings or PWC, things like that. Like, I'm just like, okay, what makes me feel most like myself and not trying to dress like somebody else. And so for me, that means bold makeup and my purple hair for those of you who can't see me and jingly bracelets. And I'm like, okay, they're either going to like me or they're not, but we're going to know either way. So just going as you and wear clothes that make you feel comfortable when you're meeting new people. That really helps. And the third thing is find things outside of the military in the community that you can get involved in. Um, there's lots of fairs, find volunteer opportunities. Like a lot of people think that it works when we we're in elementary school and somebody comes and, you know, they're like, hey, do you want to be my friend? You know, and they knock on your door and like, that'd be great if it worked that way. And if you have neighbors that move moving, girl, make them cookies and be like, hey, do you want to come over for dinner? Um, but we have to be the instigators. But go out into your community, find volunteer opportunities. Get involved and you're going to start making friends. Meetup is a really cool app that has, you know, whether you like Dungeons & Dragons or aerial class fitness classes or marathon. There's just so many things um, that really finding friends is more accessible than ever. But we do have to work harder to do it. But you can do it. Like you're a bold, brave military spouse and you were made fearlessly like get it. Rock it out. Like You're not a mistake. So let's not act like it, you know?
0: Well, I love it. And every time I listen to you talk, I'm just like, AJ, we need to hear more of you. So tell me more about the podcast that you're launching with Millspo Co. um, So that we can plug that. And then I want to plug really quickly more on where folks can get connected to you. Yeah. Wrap it up with your favorite PCS tip. I like it.
1: Um, Yeah. So Millspo Co., um, Millspo Mill Spouses Coalition is a Facebook group that just launched with Megan Brown and a bunch of us military spouses' wives of a way to get involved and connected in community in a beautiful way of encouraging and empowering. And not just like Fancy Nancy empowering, but like what are tactical tips that we can use to be better military spouses in our community? Um, so there's a Facebook group and a Facebook page. So please find that, log on. It's amazing. I'm loving it. The people who are running it are some of the strongest dedicated women I've ever met in my life. And, uh, Kenita and I are going to be, hopefully, I guess this is a secret, but it's not anymore. (laughs) Um, we're going to be part of the podcast launching for it. Um, so it's going to be coach K and AJ with the mills Co. And, uh, it's just going to be fantastic. And we're going to be interviewing military spouses and giving you guys tips and tricks and sharing about our lives and things that we've learned along the way on the retired side and the, in the military spy, you know, enlisted and officer. So lots of cool resources coming your way for that, uh, to find me and follow adventures, uh, mermaid harmony on Instagram and Facebook is my tags. And, um, I post mermaid musings, which are videos of encouragement and helping you live through your life with joy and inspiration and mermaid magic because we all need a little bit of that. And, um, yeah, enjoy productions is my Facebook and website. I think did I answer it
0: all? You did all the things. Yes. Yeah. Fabulous. We need, we need inspiration moments by AJ. Yes. Every day. If you're yeah, you feeling, do. If you're ever feeling sad, you just call AJ because she'll make you mm-hmm. feel amazing. So, and it's by Mermaid, so it's always true. you know. And it's a good way to tell your kids,
1: like, the mermaid said, you it's okay to say no. The mermaid said you need to brush your teeth. And they, like, show the kids the video. And the kids are like, oh, she did say that. Okay. Okay. Dang you gotta it. Got clean. I
0: know. All right. Um, so AJ, what is your favorite PCS tip and why? We've heard some really funny things when I ask our, our guests this question. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. I oh I don't think mine's gonna be funny, so I apologize. I think my favorite tip is to prep beforehand, like make a list and go like go down it. Take pictures of everything. Um my mermaid tail was damaged in two moves ago and It was a mess and I took pictures, but I couldn't find them. And so I lost that insurance fight, um, which is a really expensive fight. So um, take pictures of everything, document and go one step at a time. Marie Kondo, your house like five months prior is also, it's like a half and half, make a list and Marie Kondo, your life. Yes. Yeah.
0: I love it. I love it. Well, AJ, it is always fun having you as a guest. So thank you so much. I'm excited to hear your new podcast once it launches. Yeah. With the SPO coalition and uh, to just, you know, stay in touch and learn more about you as you evolve um, offering joy to the world. So AJ, thanks so much Mm. for being a guest today.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Lindsay. And thank you for all the resources. Like you are amazing military spouse and you are showing up for yourself your life and the people around you and leading the way and it's amazing to watch and I am constantly honored and inspired to know you so keep rocking out babe because it's it's amazing
0: well girl thank you Well, girl, we will catch you next time. Thank you for listening to the Mill Housing Nation podcast. To connect with Mill Housing Network, visit us online at milhousingnetwork.com.